Hi guys, and welcome to the first episode of Haven for the Unrevealed. Today, we are going to be talking about what? What's so funny? <laughs> you, you were funny. I'm, I'm hilarious. Um, are you going to let us introduce ourselves, or are we just going to go into the topic? I was just going to suggest what the topic was, and just then introduce ourselves. But here we go. I keep getting interrupted by these women. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> My name's KG. We have Kay and Cole hey, here. I'm Kay. And I'm Cole. And today's deep topic is going to be coming out to your significant other or somebody close to you about your sexual orientation. When it's prior, maybe you've been kept under wraps, you just haven't felt comfortable, or maybe you don't know how to approach that individual about that situation. Yes, because there, there are people out there who have been through the exact same thing. So we just wanted to talk about it and talk about our experiences and situations. Yes. So I guess a little bit about this situation. I came out to uh, Kay here, who yes. is my wife, the other day that I was bisexual after being in a relationship together. We've been married almost a year and been together a little over two years. Yes. So uh, you can only imagine that uh, it was kind of a shock and awe moment for her. Yeah. And uh, initially she did not take it very well, not because she viewed it negatively or didn't support me, but she didn't know much about the topic of being bisexual or what it meant. Yes. And, you know, uh, I've got, lovely family baggage behind the whole thing as well so that didn't help at all right but um, still i mean my as i like to say now that i'm older i can make up my own names for him i call him my sperm donor but he was married to my mom and told her that he was gay and left me my brother and my mom to go to be with the dude so it's not exactly the <laughs> the greatest conversation to have with me because that's one of the main things that will be triggered one so, of her anxiety points yeah so it, it didn't didn't help the situation <laughs> i probably would have handled it better if there wasn't baggage behind the whole which i knew going <laughs> into it but i didn't expect it to go the way it goes uh Kay has uh, a degree and psychology so yes. i was expecting her to turn on the psychology side of her brain and she just kind of went to uh fuck that <laughs> holy shit what's going on my world's coming to it watch out for flying dicks uh, so well um that there's that um <laughs> that's kind of where that mind i don't i don't know if I necessarily <laughs> say that but it sure as hell did not help <laughs> i mean um it was a surprise. Yes, it was very... Well, so to start this all out, he threw it out into a conversation 
to distract me from the fact that our plans for our honeymoon. No, your dream honeymoon. Our plans for our honeymoon wasn't going to be possible due to COVID and us just not having enough money and all of that. And so instead of him just coming out and telling me, hey, that is not going to happen. He decided to throw this at me to distract me from the later news. So I thought he was joking because I knew he was trying to lessen the blow for the next conversation we were going to have. And, um, but I mean, so it's basically if, (laughs) if you fuck up, hit him with something sideways and, and, you know, throw him through a loop. I wasn't really sure if I even, I couldn't figure out why he was bringing it up. I didn't really know if it was true or if he was just bullshitting me because he likes to pull my leg. I mean, so I did not, I did not believe him and just kind of blew it off at the beginning. And then I asked him if he was, and he said, no. What you reacted negatively. So of course, as most people would, you know, you kind of shy away from the topic. I did come back and readdress the issue later. Yes. Once again, dropping my bombshell like I always like to do. Yes. Um, I'm really good at that. I'm the type of person, you know, if there's a pink elephant in the room or a giant one, I'm the guy that says, hey, everybody, look at this. And uh, it's not always the best, but uh, that's just the blunt and type of individual I am when it comes to sensitive yes. subjects. So anyways, but ultimately... When I, came- was, I was supportive of him. I do not have a problem with it at all. I was more of just trying to figure out how the hell I was going to handle it just because we had been together for two years and he had known he was by for a year and decided not to tell me until recently. Yes. So And, and when it comes to figuring out what you like sexual orientation-wise, um, I mean, obviously it took me a long time up until that point. But, you know, in the past... When I was younger, you know, I experimented with same sex and everything, which is, I think, all kids do growing up to at least some degree. Um, Absolutely. You know, at least they just want to try, you know. Yeah, because, I mean, you grow up knowing just the one side of things, you know, like guys just hanging around guys, girls doing girl stuff all up until they have the interest in the opposite sex, which is usually around middle school. So. I feel like at some point, you know, everybody has at least experimented to some degree, whether it's just a kiss or just feelings or emotionally to some point. But, uh, you know, I just had really a lot of topics and conversations with my close friends and other people that are bisexual um, that are really close to me and my close friend group. And, you know, I just kind of discover I I really didn't have a preference either way. If it was a guy or a girl, I more or less am attracted to somebody for their feelings and how they make me feel emotionally overall. Like if I jive with them, get along with them, you know, we can have good conversations and be involved with another, each other. I could see building a relationship with that individual. It's not just about, you know, just finding a guy attractive Uh, But it's also about, you know, building an emotional connection with that individual and being able to see yourself with them in a romantic and relationship way. So being bisexual to me is you wanting to be a part of a relationship with the opposite sex and you're willing to invest yourself fully emotionally, physically in the whole nine yards, just like you would with the opposite sex if you're, you know, heterosexual. 
You said opposite first, and then you said opposite again. So oh, double negative. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very confusing. Oh yes. <laughs> so, so that's about a little bit about my background about coming out to K, and ultimately, the good part about it is obviously the conversation didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, but it still ended up positive and we were able to talk through it and I was able to explain the situation that you know nothing has changed in our relationship I, none you know all my feelings are the same you know I still want to be with her 100% the whole way she doesn't need to worry about flying dicks or guys or, or all that weird shit There's that. she just needed to know that you know I, I instead of having a straight as my sexual orientation that I was just bisexual and that's just how I identify it. I think uh, another part of the reason you were so scared is because I grew up in a Christian home. And so you thought that... that I don't think that's it. I think it was just more along with your baggage about your sperm donor. Well, there's that. Yeah. Because <laughs> because like that that was a huge thing for you. I mean, I do and have then, abandonment issues because of that. And then the worrying of me leaving for some side dick or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I could totally understand your fear of being rational in that sense, but unrational in the sense that I'm already married with you. Yeah, listen, I think irrationally all the time. <laughs> it's, just, it's just how my brain works. Look, I, I mean, just... you know, I'm a boob guy 100%. But... Well, I, but you, you love my boobs, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Boobs and ass. <laughs> Cole is loving this. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I think Cole has her own experiences to share. So, oh, yes. So, goes. see, I grew up in a very strict Christian family as well. So, for me, it's more along the lines of uh, denial. I grew up in denial. Uh, and, you know, obviously, if you've experienced the same things, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Um, first kiss was with a girl. And I've kind of denied that growing up, kind of denied that I actually really felt that way. And then it wasn't until recently that I admitted it to my husband and he was very supportive. And it, it honestly, I do have a sexual preference. I love men. I love Dick. Come on. But I do like me some women. So yes, completely understand. So were you scared to come out to him? Uh, absolutely. Uh, because there were comments made in certain situations and things that happened in our relationship. He's my high school sweetheart. Obviously, it would be uh-huh, uh, a change, a surprise, especially due to the fact that I am married to him. So, I mean, yeah, it was uh, shocking, but he did support me. 100%. Yeah. I mean, as long as he supports you, obviously that's a positive. And obviously, you know, since you were with him from high school to now, obviously as you grow up, you, you know, you change, you kind of evolve, your relationship evolves, and then you become, you know, your kind of own person as you grow up. Well, I, yes. And I think it's also that you can also reflect on a lot of stuff that's happened and be able to look back and be like, that makes more sense now. And yeah, I can understand that. And, you know, now that I'm really thinking about it, that I think I've been denying that for so long, blah, blah, blah. I think it's more of the, like, now that you're old enough to actually look back at all the stuff that decisions you made when you were younger and all of the, um, 
not they don't always they aren't always necessarily stupid decisions but just like being able to look back and reflect on like why you reacted that way and stuff like that now that you're older it makes more sense well yeah you you, it's more of you get to know yourself better not that you're really changing right but but then it's then it's just you know about accepting you know the negative part about yourself too because i mean sometimes instead of just fighting you know kind of how you feel if you feel bitter or upset or something like that sometimes it's better to just kind of sit in it for a little bit you know kind of sit sit in the shit and learn to accept where your situation is instead of constantly fighting it and like wearing yourself out in that way to then you know accept that emotion accept that feeling and then in turn you know getting the confidence and comfort to express yeah whatever it is you know it's it's harder to harder it's easier said than done yeah it definitely is i mean sitting in the suck sucks sitting in shit it's not enjoyable (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) i mean i don't know about you but i definitely don't want to be sitting in shit so Uh yeah no but for me mostly it was the denial the you know telling myself hey you know you don't think that woman's attractive because you're sexually attracted to her. You just think she's beautiful because she's beautiful type situation. Uh, so you kind of just, you fight it. And a lot of people do. And uh, honestly, be true to yourself. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So much better for it. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're happier if you're true to yourself, you are not as hard on yourself. And yeah, I, exactly. And, and, and I mean, like, and I understand some people's circumstances is harder than others just because like you had that baggage. So yeah. obviously I didn't know where it was going to go with you a hundred percent, but you know, to some people, you know, that might be, you know, as they call it like a deal breaker or unacceptable or, or frowned upon, but honestly, you know, you're kind of, you're keeping yourself away from happiness by, you know, secluding that section off because you really can't feel like, you know, you're truly you. And, exactly. and you might and you might end up actually resenting the person you're with because you can't truly be who you want to be or at least let them know, you know, this is the real you and this is kind of how it is. Like you love them. You want them to be a part of your life and always be there for you. But in the same sense, you feel like because you have to keep part of yourself secluded, you know, you kind of resent them for that fact. And and you're like in our situation, your spouse knows there's something hiding. And they're just waiting for you to finally say it. I don't know. I mean, I could keep more from you. I will hurt you. I mean, what? It took you two, two and a half years to figure out something was wrong to begin with. And then what? I just told you like. No, I knew you weren't telling me everything, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Oh, since when? Honey, I've always known that you hid stuff. Yeah, but you don't know what else is hidden. No, I'm not saying I know what it is. I'm just saying that I am aware that you have kept some things from me. Well, do you feel like I'm keeping things from you now? No, I, you've had plenty of time to tell me. So if you're keeping anything, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> well, you know, you, listeners, you might just find out more. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And she might too. So. And and he will die in front of this microphone. <laughs> so maybe. Ah, right, uh, the joys of stick. sharing a podcast with husband and wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. About you, Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, love listening to you. I mean, you're just miles away from us. You can't really stop it here. So (laughs) you and you and DB Cooper over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord. 
I think it's better to tell and be true to yourself than to keep it hidden because like you said, I mean, you'll begin to resent whoever you're hiding it from because you can't, you feel like you can't tell them, but also it just makes you um, more, not necessarily aggressive, but things bother you more because that you are already hiding something. And then when something happens, it just immediately sets you off. Oh yeah. It's just like everything else. Like, you know, everything builds to a head. Right. Yeah. And then you just start, you know, becoming to where almost every moment's like a breaking moment with you, you know, and you have a short fuse or you get snippy or, or how, you know, whatever you want to call it. But, um, you know, just the main point is to just, you know, try to be true to yourselves you know, go into it feeling confident, especially with, you know, your loved ones or whoever, because obviously, you know, you would think that they love you for who you are as a person. And obviously if that's part of who you are, then, you know, maybe they're not the biggest fan of it, but. Well, of course not. But I feel like when it comes down to it, that is who you are. So if they don't accept that, then. You're better off without them, really. Very true. Yeah, you can tell them to suck a fart out of your ass and get over it. That is very true. Totally, totally. That is that is totally. And that is a KG saying for you guys. Yeah. You're welcome. That is totally 100% acceptable to say, you know, to somebody if if they're not willing to accept you for who you are. And I doubt they have ever heard that before, so we'll just throw them off even more. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know. And they'll be like, what did they just say? I think they just told me to suck a fart out of his ass. Yep. Have you ever heard of that? That's weird. So, uh, like I said, so that's kind of the rough topic for today. Please feel free to email us tough subjects like this. You know, just anything you really want to get off your chest and make you feel just better overall. Because it is completely anonymous. We're completely anonymous. You know, feel free to reach out to us at our podcast email. Haven for the unrevealed at protonmail.com. And also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, any other social media platforms. Uh, Like we said, you know, we'll reach out to you if we select your story to make sure it's okay to post. We also have Patreon, so feel free to find us on there. You can support us because, you know, podcasts aren't always the cheapest. So... Any support will go towards this podcast to make it better. And there's always fun things that you guys receive as well. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. This was, <laughs> this was definitely deep conversation and we're going to get more of this hopefully. So and not uh, only learn more about us, but also, uh, you know, we'll learn more about you and each other as our uh, guests, yes. hopefully email well, us and come before on. Before we end all this, do we want to do an embarrassing story real quick? Just to end on a lighter note. Uh, yes, of course we can do I an embarrassing story. I believe moment. Cole has a pretty embarrassing story to share with us. Oh, does she? <laughs> the gas cap. <laughs> I mean, I have one in the chamber always, so. Well, well hers happened recently, so yours is the one that I thought of. <laughs> All right. Yes. Embarrassing story. Because it's one of those situations where you think it's happened to everybody, right? I shouldn't feel stupid. It's happened to everybody at least once, right? Yes. Well, I was actually on my way to go get the microphone for this podcast. And my husband told me to go get gas. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. I was already having a difficult time at the pump anyway. 
So <laughs> I was in a hurry. I wanted to get back home. We wanted to take care of this podcast, wanted to figure shit out. I was excited about the microphone. So I left the gas station. And I left the gas station without the gas cap. Absolutely embarrassing. So I'm leaving the gas station parking lot. And this person is beeping their horn, trying to get me to stop or cut me off. I thought they were trying to cut me off. But turns out they were trying to get me to stop to tell me that I forgot my gas cap. Absolutely amazing. And I am probably 10 minutes on the road whenever I realize, oh, my gas cap. It was on top of the freaking hood. So I forgot it. And I'm freaking out. I get the mic. I do everything I'm supposed to. And it's like the entire way, everybody is working against me. All traffic, everything. It's absolutely horrible. So I get back. I pull up into the gas station. And then I, I don't, obviously don't find it anywhere in the parking lot at all. Nowhere. Then I walk up to the desk. The person asks me, you know, obviously, what can they do for me? He can't hear me, but there's a guy behind him. <laughs> and he's obviously looking at me like, hey, I know exactly why you're here. You, I don't even have to hear you tell me why you're here. I already know. It. It's all it's written all over his face. Absolutely embarrassing. <sighs> and then so he comes out, he gives me my gas cap and he's like, oh, it happens all the time. I, I find these things everywhere. It happens all the time. And I was like, well, I'm a mother. I feel like I have to explain myself. I lose my mind. So obviously I was in a hurry and I forgot it. So yes, inverse story. Yes, well, you know, most people have cars now that it has a tail or a shelf to put it in, but your car is older than that stage. So. Absolutely. <laughs> so you were kind of screwed. <laughs> unless, oh, unless, yes. you, unless you just stole it. I mean, I don't know how many people steal gas caps, but that would be just just kind of rude. Yeah, that's like that's like stealing like, one earring. You like, know? let me kind come of, in, kind of like a piece of shit. Gas cap off your car just to piss you off. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I said, like stealing one earring. You don't have the whole set; you just have fucking one. So, uh, wow. I would say trolls steal steal the one earring. Like it's, it was there yesterday. I don't know where it went today, but <laughs> it must have been troll. So, all right, guys. Well, that's it for today. So, uh, <laughs> please feel free to join KGK and Cole back here and always feel anonymous and welcome. Is a knock on narcotics, spark in the dark, man can't stop it. Mark on the job, boy can't top it. Shock off the mark, bitch can't cop it. I need indefinite blessings. Weed out the seated obsession, leaving the need of a weapon. Peace was a misleading confession.